Hello guys and welcome back to Say More Podcast episode 19. <laughs> Our eyes right now. We're both so tired, honestly. It's been a week and the hilarious thing too. is, hilarious thing is right now we're both in Miami and we're still doing it online. <laughs> we are lame. We are lame. It's okay though. It's okay though. Welcome to Miami. At least, at least I saw you. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm exhausted. <laughs> Not going to lie, but obviously we'll get to why we're so exhausted and stuff like that. Because um, it's been a week. It's been a week, you know? Right. Do you want to, I mean, the last time we spoke, we obviously were super hyped about the event, which was yesterday. So right now we're recording. It's Sunday morning, the night after the event, which basically started at 5 30 in the morning and went all the way through when, what time did we left the gym after our workout like well i left at about 10 to 4 so it was like long day yeah long, I, long girl, day. I had i had to do my cardio i was like there's no way i i, I go back home there's no way i'm yeah. leaving my home so i don't know how you did it but i don't know how you did it but i don't know i needed to get it done and over with and I was home by like six. I took my sleepy juice, went to bed. <laughs> went straight to bed. And I woke up this morning at 7.30 for my client. I was like, can we do 9.15? <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, even today we were like, right, let's do the podcast nice and early. And I was like, right, let's push this back. The fact that you did your cardio is amazing, though. Yeah, I know. Because I, I just needed I needed to get it done um, this morning. And then I've got the rest of the day because it's a full rest day, like no training today. Oh, babe, um, bless. Because I was like, I need rest. I've had two rest days this week because I, I felt like I've needed it. Um, and I feel my body's like happy with that, if I'm honest. Like it's happy that it's getting its rest, which is good because it's it, obviously we're getting close now. So it's like, right, don't just like full pedal to the metal and kind of like, screw off recovery um eight so weeks yeah six days eight i know weeks six that's days. so funny yes they were literally like nine weeks now we're like eight weeks and six days it's wild it, it, it is crazy so it's um, cool though so it's yeah. very cool you're in miami now yes it's sunny outside so the plan after this podcast hopefully you guys get to go enjoy the beach you and yes oh my god yeah because he's definitely like he was exhausted from yesterday as well obviously he filmed kind of everything it was great yesterday both of our other halves were absolutely massive props to them um because they did a great job yesterday i think afterwards he was literally i can't keep my eyes open he fell asleep he went when we went home we both had our food and he fell asleep i carried on doing work just because yeah (laughs) and then because I, I, I know if I have a nap, I was like, I'll screw up my sleep even more. My sleep's not been the greatest anyway. So I was like, just stay awake, stay awake. So I stayed awake and just watched a bit of TV, did work. And then we went for like a little walk and went to Target and stuff later in the evening. And then, yeah, and then we went to bed. So that's awesome. It gave me kind of almost, it was almost tempting to start my days earlier, but I was so hungry yeah and that's the issue when you start your day early it's like do you finish eating at like 6 p.m it sucks 
I know. I, to be fair, I can, it depends on how my day goes. So like if I have a busy day, so for example, like if I have clients at like 7am or something, and then I'll have a back to back maybe until like 11 or something, like I can't eat in between. There's no eating in between. So I'm like, I'd eat before my clients. So then I have food and I'm not hungry throughout those that long. And then I'll have food after, if that makes sense. So then that's like two meals before 12 or like hitting on 12 do you know what I mean so breakfast and then lunch so I usually have just bigger spaces if I have my food early but then I don't know if that's if that's better or not because when I eat then you're all of a sudden like I'm hungrier now like I could eat more now you know yeah Yeah, so uh so we're we don't want to speak about food today on our oh my god episode um no no so very interesting topic. I'm super excited to talk about it because it's right into our area of bodybuilding, which uh, we love. And there's been so many great things happening lately. And I think not only on social media, thank God on social media, to be honest, thank God their judges, you know, sources finally took their reins and are like, okay, we're just going to you know, no offense to any coaches out there that just do their own little review things, but we needed the voice of the judges needs to be a little bit louder and a little yeah. bit more mainstream. And I'm sure you agree with that. And especially you and I with our business, like personally, I love being always in touch with like the, the judges as far as the trend goes and if there's anything that are changing or whatever, just to be able to communicate the right information. So on today's episode, y'all, um, we're going to focus on Mr. Tyler Mannion. So if you are a bikini competitor, if you are, I mean, any type of competitor now, because he went over all criteria, I believe. Yeah, everything. Which is amazing and so many great points. And I also wanted to circle back about what Sandy Williamson said, because it's also, um, she's, I mean, she's the bikini judge, you know, to like, you know, Tyler is getting there, but you know, the OG bikini judge, Sandy Williamson, um, have brought very interesting point that really changes the terms that we're using. And I think it's so important because you hear so many things in, in, you know, terms, you know, hardness, leanness shreddiness graininess um all of that like are so different terms that you cannot mix and match and you need to be aware of these and when i tell my girls amateur that are just getting started these are the terms that you need to know and you need to know how it feels for yourself yeah the thing is some people don't even know what those terms kind of mean in a way like when they get into the sport and when they're kind of like you know doing their thing with the coaches the coaches will obviously kind of say these terms and they don't know what it actually fully fully means so I feel like it's good to kind of like the fact that the judges are kind of saying these are the things that we don't want to see these are the things we we would prefer to see and using those terms it makes more sense like for others to be like okay this makes it makes more sense you know um so yeah 100% I guess I guess I'm gonna start with my biggest takeaway and that way we can kind of break down into mm. what they don't want and kind of go over what they don't want. Again, uh, we're not the source, you guys. The source is Taylor Mannion on Instagram is T underscore Mannion. Yeah. Please go watch the video. Please. Or, or you can go watch NPC News Online. NPC News Online too, right? So on there, please rewatch this video. Oh my God, so many gems in there and like every single word. It, it, 
you can see it was talked through and I, I enjoyed this video and I enjoyed rewatching it. But my biggest takeaway, and I'm taking my seminar with Sandy and Tyler and putting into one, the word of the year is shape. Shape, 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 shape. Um, and we can break it down into so many things. Um, what would you say is your biggest takeaway from the videos? I think... It- Honestly, kind of the same, if I'm honest, in terms of like he kept on using that word over and over again. And then also for him kind of saying in terms of out, like he was saying hourglass figure or hourglass, like you said, shape a lot of the times. He also kind of went over posing a lot of the times as well and corrected a lot of like, if you obviously look over the, a lot of the girls, you know, the, a lot of the, um, the videos that he did on his Instagram and all that type of thing, he was going over like little things that the girls were doing in terms of, the posing so for example there was a girl at you know texas flaring her lap too much there was another girl a different show was moving in and out of her front pose too much he was saying it wasn't consistent enough we'd see her in right. one shape and then another shape so i feel like those little things were like really really useful and stuff as well in terms of like how like how you can show off your body to the judges and make it like they see everything do you know what i mean like it's not like oh yeah you look the best you ever have this is one shot and that's it but you got to consistently hit that over and over and over again. Um, but no, I think shape was shape and hourglass shape was the words that he was using over and over again when he was kind of describing the girls. Um, and density. That was one thing that kind of stuck to me in terms of density. He was like, we want density, but not, like, not too much, you know, like there was very much a, don't go overboard with it. There's definitely a line and the line comes from, from the wellness category. And I think they're Mm -hmm. very, they, they really want to make it clear and the difference because if you go to the Texas uh, pro show review um, where people apparently were commenting about Ashlyn being wellness, which I know Ashlyn, Ashlyn being wellness. Yes. So it and Tyler was like, listen, this is just, you know, he was like, this is really crazy because in wild muscle and not only she's like he's like not only her i'm talking about her size like you know her height height yeah like literally muscularly like she was the smallest on stage but again she has the shape and she had the roundness roundness shape um and then whatever they whatever they don't want is literally things that normally takes away from having a shape so they don't want lean hamstring. They don't want striation. When you have striation, most of the time it's because you're you're so lean that you're flat almost, you know? Mm. Normally when your muscles are full of glycogen, it's really hard to have striations. Um, you can have striation in your shoulders sometimes, you know, when you flex and stuff. But uh, a lot of things that takes away from your femi- fem- feminine... Femininity... <laughs> <laughs> that's a word femininity they were in the don'ts so to yeah. me if you focus on okay what do i need to do to create a shape it's basically training yeah it's but, basically training but yes i was about to say i was gonna say what i also think is it's which i think some people then find it very hard to kind of find that in between of getting too conditioned or not enough because that's that's something i think i definitely struggled with finding that kind of like balance and I think still I'm still kind of like 
what would they like to see from me? Like, do you know what I mean? Because first Olympia, first kind of shows, like the last couple of years, we've been kind of hitting it and I still could improve. But I feel like sometimes people can also get confused with showing off like their shape in their poses versus when they're training and stuff like that. If that makes like, if that makes sense, you can see striations and all this detail and all that type of thing when you're training. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's normal when you're that conditioned, but when you're on stage and when we're glammed up and hitting the poses and those kind of details then show, then it's okay. That's what we need to try. And does that make sense? Yeah, hundred percent. I think you need to assess your shape at rest. Mm-hmm. And if you carry on a hourglass shape at rest, that's pretty much when you know, you know, when you're just yeah. standing straight and you have those glutes. And again, we're not talking about structure. Like it's very important. Um, and Sandy made a very, like a great, great distinction between structure and the shape. A shape is created out of like muscle and fullness and roundness, which structure is basically bone and genetic wise, but it's not enough anymore to just be structure because Technically, if your structure wins, then that's more figure-wise because they have the V-taper. If you have, you know, we have, you and I have wide collarbones, um, and that, no, nobody can really buy this, but yeah. we still need shoulders on top of it to match our lower body. But we could, if we were, to push it because we have the collarbone to be too much. So let's say if I take my feedback, for example, they're like, you know, she can slack on the shoulders and it's just a matter of me assessing, okay, my, this is the structure that I'm born with. How can I make it and keep it as a hourglass shape by not flaring my lats, for example, by not pumping my shoulder that much, but my shoulders match my glutes really well. Although if you go with structure wise, if you, if you have no hips, I have no hips, I'm straight. You're not really straight. You have a little bit of hips. So you have a little bit yeah, more hips. Yeah, I'm quite a, a little bit hippie. Yeah. But it's still not like intense. No, 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 no. Um, So I have no hips. So I need the projection on my glutes and that's really just built. And that's where you need the muscle. So I think there's a great distinction also. He was talking a lot about the walk and I find it that's, so... That's what I got in my notes. I was like, that's one thing I wanted to go over for sure. The back walk where he was like, you know, I we try to tell Ashton to fix her back walk so she won't lose fullness into her glutes. And I think they also did that for Jen. Like she lost a little bit of the fullness in her glutes when she was walking to the back. And I was like, damn. Yeah. That we always say like the walk like when we obviously teach posing and all that type of thing we always say the walk to the back of the stage is an important part to the to the puzzle piece and obviously i think amateurs from what i've been seeing recent at a lot of shows in the last like two years or so most of the time they don't do it in a in a comparison kind of class overall but in the overall it's usually where it's given it, but always practice it regardless because it could be thrown in regardless, whatever. But that I think people don't realize how important it is because transitions, when you're moving, that's when your shape is shown. Like you could sit into a pose and you can hit your pose and you could create that shape. When you're moving and your shape disappears, that's what the judges see. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the judges see everything. So it's like when you're doing the step back from your from your front pose, going round into your glute shot, 
if your glutes don't pop, but they pop in your front pose, then they're going to see that, you know? So it's little things like that. So when he was talking about the walk to the back of the stage, I was like, that makes a lot of sense because that's exactly the reason they do it. They want to see the the actual conditioning. They want to see the bodies actually moving versus being statuesque. Um, to see if that's actually the physique they want to put as winner or second or whoever. Um, so yeah, and it do- sometimes does make a huge difference. Well, it, most of the time it does make a huge difference. If they walk pe- to people to the back of the stage, they walk them forwards and then they move people around because they realize mm, there's something there that we wanted to see that we didn't want to see or wanted to see more of, or, oh, this girl actually looks better. Let's see what she looks like next. To-. Like it's, it's wild. Like when you actually see it unfold, it's really interesting to see. Because you understand it more, so much more. Yeah, it was no, it was a, it was a great video. I have a, a couple notes. I don't want. I don't know if you want to go through yours. Oh yeah, um, of course. But I, I mean, think, yeah, I think that my so the first thing was when he said, and he repeated that over and over again. Example of competitors and how they fit the criteria in their own ways with their own physique. Mm-hmm quoted like example of competitors so he takes different competitors and how they fit the criteria in their own ways with their own physique so would you go and help me out to like establish the criteria of bikini and point to to hit like yeah. points to so, hit more I mean, than like what points I, not to hit like what I took away from that was obviously he named, you know, four people. He he named you, Maureen, Ashley, and Jen in terms of the four people. Now, what I see is like, all of you are so different. Like, you're so different. Like, all your physiques are completely different, but you all hit the criteria in your own personal way. All still hitting those pointers that he was discussing as well, like the fullness in the glutes, the the conditioning, the... The posing, the presentation, the like of the shoulders. Yeah, the cap that's slightly, slightly capped. Nothing too, you know, sharp. But you're all completely different. Like all, I'm pretty sure you all wore, apart from you and Jen, you all had different bikinis as well, color, color like colors. And obviously, I know that doesn't matter, but it shows your own personality. It it matches well to your skin tone. Do you know what I mean? Like those things, they're all very different. Um, yeah, color. Color, hair tone, like everything. But at the end of the day, if you take us apart, everyone has an hourglass shape. Mm-hmm. You can see why Jen lost to Marine, mm-hmm. conditioning-wise. Because she went on the hardness just a little bit too hard. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, like I think it's really... Like, they have the eyes. Like To see in person, I remember when I went to Temper Pro and I saw... The judging in person, I was like, holy crap. Mm. This is so good. Like, I don't even know how they do their job. It's so insanely good. And it was so accurate. It was mind-blowing to me. Yeah. And how they switched it. I was like, this and that could happen. But when the result came out, I was like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Like, I can't argue to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I completely agree. And I think, like you, like we said, or like you said before, like... All of you are completely different. And I think every one thing I think will always change is the lineup. You'll never get the exact same lineup unless like, you know, for for one like unknown reason, you're all the exact same. Like, for example, the the Arnold's was the Arnold's similar. Yeah, the Arnold's top four or five was similar, but Dirage obviously wasn't there. 
But yeah. that's kind of the only time really, like for amateurs that are listening, most of the time, I'm like talking like 99% of the time, you won't mm-hmm. be standing next to the exact same people. So things could change. There could be one time you're next to kind of one girl that, you know, maybe brings out your flaws a little bit more, out, out your, um, what's it called? Your, your best assets. And then another time there's a girl that maybe has more of a shape than you do. So then it's not, do you know what I mean? So it swaps all the time, all the time. So I feel like you always need to take back the the feedback that the judges are wanting from you and try and apply that in your best way um, with also obviously your coach's feedback as well um, and keep improving instead of just being like, okay, let's just say the same, say the same, say the same, if they want you to be different. Yes, I agree. Um, so yeah. Agree. What were your points in terms of like what you took away? Obviously, I know you said, they, they, you know, were going over kind of specific people within the kind of category, but everyone kind of, you know, looks in their own, like has their own look. Was there anyone, anything else from that kind of video that you kind of took away? Like any points that he kind of said, any other points at all? To me, to me, honestly, Phoebe, like, even though you say like, we're all different, I think there's like a, like a very clear, let's say there's a, it's a, puzzle piece right like there's a missing puzzle piece and there's like a silhouette of like the perfect bikini shape and they're literally just like passing us by and be like who fits right and the the closest that comes to that that's the person that wins like to me that's what it is um it's how you present yourself you know i've tried so many conditioning in the past for me but as soon as i was to lose my shape or i was too much or i was like marked down and they've been so consistent like I don't I don't know why people get so aggravated about oh we never know what they want in bikini I think it's very clear I think it's clear I think I think what people get frustrated over and I'm not like backing out because I do I do think that the bikini criteria is difficult because it's the entry level and there's a lot more, like now there's a lot more people. So there's a lot more like physiques up there, a lot more different shapes and, oh, what do they want? Everyone's so different. But ultimately, like you said, these are the hit points that they need to hit. These are the things that they want. It's not just, obviously it is very much, you're looking at the shape, it's bodybuilding. That's most of it. But there's also everything else with presentation, with hair, skin, like all of it, as much as people say like, oh, like it doesn't matter, it matters. Like when yeah. someone walks out on stage, if they are oozing kind of the wow factor, they've got everything, they've got the shape, they know as soon as that kind of girl, you know, walks on stage, you've heard it sometimes in some kind of reviews where people kind of, you know, the judges have said like, they walk out on stage and we just know that that's the girl that they we want to see more of because of not even, not even seeing their body yet. Like they've just seen, just that presentation, just that kind of little entrance and the confidence that they uphold, that's sometimes enough to leave them wanting more. Like, want, like, oh, let's see more. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's everything. It really is everything. It's not, I think everyone's like, oh, a look, like, we don't know what they're looking for. I'm like, it's not just a look, it's a vibe almost. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, um, everything needs to be in sync and you just need mm-hmm. to, like, it's like little intensity roles. So you have, you know, a little bit of, you know, the most, it's not the, 
It's not the most feminine that's going to win. It's not the most no. round girl that's going to win. It's not the most, like, it's just a little bit of sprinkles of everything. But that aligns with exactly what they're looking for that day. Exactly. And, you know, I believe that if top Miss Olympia, she could have everything, but then she has striated shoulders or like she has her hamstring coming out all the way top. That's what differentiates the the winner from the loser, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the second place and the first place. So yeah. um, femininity, uh, health, when you're walking, there's no separation into your legs, yeah. uh, no cuts. He referred Ashton being the perfect condition for bikini, and I totally agree, like conditioning-wise, like mm. there was nothing that separated. There was just muscular roundness and fullness. She obviously have an insane structure, but she showcased it so well and so perfectly, keeps her glutes high all the way through. Um, there's no freakiness about her. Because, and that's one thing I think, like like we were discussing before, overall symmetry and overall shape, when we were kind of going through that, I was like, okay, like, what do they, act, like, what, what do they, what do they want from us in terms of like, it's not a, it's a wow factor, yes, but it's a wow factor of everything, not just the body. Like, we don't want to see, like he said, we don't want veins, we don't want striations, we don't want splits. Those, all those things add up to kind of the freakiness of what the bodybuilders uphold. Do you know what I mean? So, obviously, yes, when you get lean, you're going to get a little bit of, you know, graininess and veins and, you know, skin's going to thin out, but you get to the point where it doesn't show that much on stage like again going back to what i was talking about before when i train like i see veins on my arms like it's it's normal because i'm obviously leaner but if we see that when we're relaxed like laura lee was saying like if we're in our front pose and we've got veins all the way up our arms and all the way up our stomach then that's obviously something that then has kind of put us in a bit too far you know what i'm saying so overall guys the criteria is a very balanced physique Overall, everything should match. When he said everything should match top to bottom, there is nothing that jumps to the eyes. Like their muscle flow is is flowing. Your muscle flow is flowing. Mm. It needs muscle flow is flowing. It needs to flow. Does does genetics plays a part of it? Absolutely. You know, listen, if you have longer legs, which longer legs, shorter torso, if you have implants on top of it, that just makes your torso like look very very small compared to your legs and like then you need more like fullness to your your quads to kind of match that listen you need to assess what you have like what your mom and your dad has given you because you know it's part of the sport you know there's obviously going to be a a part of it but you definitely can train into the category you can oh yeah and you need to train for the category trust me the judges see if they see that you have no legs, you know, if you have just a glue and you have no legs, then you won't fit the category of like health and wellness and athletes, like athletic, like they still want an athletic look. They want yeah. a little bit of hamstrings. Um, Cause what he kind of said in terms of like the do's and the don'ts, like he, from what I've got in my kind of thing, like we said, you've got the slightly rounded cap delts, flat tight core, round glutes, hourglass figure, correct posing. That's literally the points that he kind of said. Most of the points he said he kind of kind of came up with were the don'ts and saying like we don't want to see this, we don't want to see that, we don't want to see that. Like we kind of discussed obviously the graininess, the 
the the quad sweep in the back pose like too much um he doesn't want he specifically said in one of them like we don't want to see mini wellness which you know he said he's seeing a lot of a lot more quads coming in which again we want shape but again there's a fine line of if it's then too much like i know my feedback this year and i think yours was the same was it not like you needed a bit more leg but we're not going over to the top with that and being like right let's squat as much as we can to then like really really build it it's like okay we need a bit of it but not too much you know yeah I mean as far as my muscle goes like they they really don't want me bigger at all I like, thought they you said don't... you wanted more legs or no I, I want more hamstrings but that's me mm. and Kim and I just like assessing okay. what we want like to just make it perfect and I, I couldn't agree more because my glutes project a lot like yeah they do project a lot and we're, we're trying to keep everything in balance um which plays a lot in, in the posing but today at my check-in i could see i need like a little bit more of the hamstrings so this is like personal things that kim and i wants to work on and i i agree um but then that's but, good you have someone that has the eye for it that's like okay yeah. we need to assess your physique we need to do this 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 um and it's the same with me same with any coach like you take the judge's feedback because again, it could be different from judge to judge as well. Cause it's all op- opinion, not all opinion based, but it is opinion based if you're in front of different people and in front of different, again, like we were talking about different athletes lined up with different athletes. It really does all play a part. Like someone could say you're too lean this, this, you know, weekend. Someone says you're not lean enough. You know, it, it, it all depends. Um, and a good example of that I've obviously was like, for example, like, I don't know, some some girls that we've seen recently kind of step on the pro stage, you know, they've come in really, really lean one time and then softer the next. Um, and they said, right, this was too lean. Now this is your maximum, you know, fullness of what we want you at. We don't want you any any fuller than this now. And that was a, what, a week difference, two weeks difference. So it's a case of knowing your body, knowing what you need to do to kind of be better and getting that data. It's all about data collecting. Um, and not being afraid to data collect either, because I think some people do get afraid to then, okay, I need to take all this time off and take, you know, which again is good, but take all this time off and do one show and then that's it. Get data, try and get on stage, compete, get the experience, get comfortable on stage, get comfortable with what the judges want to see from you. Um, and I think that's why we kind of have probably gotten so good at kind of what we need to do because we've competed uh-huh. so much. Um, no, I agree. I agree. But I think, you know, the first thing that any bikini should, if you're listening right now, work on your hourglass shape, get the picture of an hourglass. And that's what you need to work on. I've heard a lot of bikini, you know, like the new trend of like bulking and like taking so much time off and all these mm. things. Listen, you can have an hourglass shape, out of a structure, okay? You could have the white clavicle and like a little bit of glutes. Go on stage, get your feedback. Sandy most likely gonna say you need more muscle. Okay, you need more muscle, but at least you know that your hourglass shape, you're on the right track. Once you hit your hourglass shape and you're like, okay, now I have, you know, more shoulders, I have more glutes to my frame, and you still have a tight waist. Go back on stage, and now it's going to be a conditioning game. Right. Okay, find find what conditioning suit your body to not lose your hourglass shame. If we're taller, we're you know 
more condition sometimes mean more stringiness. Being stringy, guys, is like looking thin, and they don't want to go for a thin look. They still want you to be athletic. They still want you to look like you're training. So your core needs to be tight. Um, your your glutes, it's it's muscle. Your legs is muscle. They don't want your legs to kind of like, you know, close to your hip flexors. Sometimes the legs are like going inside like this. Mm. You need to like fill this up. And uh, and then from the back, um, rear delts, because there's no flare lats. So like rear delts, if you have like a good amount of rear delts that just go to the side. And then you have your waist that comes in. And then the glutes, the upper glute fullness is very important here. And uh, no quad sweep. So... So yeah, I think um, if you aim for hourglass shape and then you have that, which is based out of muscle, then you can just go on stage and figure out the conditioning game. I think that's mm. that's how. Don't I be would, afraid. Don't be afraid to experience. That's how, I, that's how I would target. Yeah, that's how I would I would go if I was to be an amateur now. I'd be like, okay, let me build my hourglass shape, and then play the game of just showing up different conditioning, a little bit leaner, a little bit drier. It's, it's, it's not like, you know, lean and dry, but not hard. Yeah. It's the thing is, I think in anything, bodybuilding is a complicated game for anyone. And to only, to only, to get to where you actually need to be or where they want you to be. And still, even now, like there's still always something to improve on. With Miss Olympia, there's something to improve on. With me, there's still something to improve on. With you, like, there's loads. There's always something to improve on. That's one the greatest thing about bodybuilding because there is always something to improve on. But also equally, um, oh my God, my brain just completely went blank. (laughs) I was going to say something and it completely went, oh my God, my brain. But no, ultimately, what we want to try and say to you guys is to not be afraid to experience, get on stage, and try out different looks, try out what works for you, a, a slightly quote-unquote softer look, a, quite, a slightly leaner look, a fuller look, less full. It all depends on what you already have and then what you then need to do. Um, try and bikini build um, and work on what needs to be done. Do you know what I mean? I think bikini that's the... Bikini build. I love this. Bikini build. That I'm going to say that was, that was stole from Adam. I'm not going to lie. I can't say that was me because it was Adam. He always says we're bikini building guys, not bodybuilding. So, which we are obviously kind of doing both, but obviously it is true. Like you have to work on specifics. You can't like back in the day when I used to, when I first got into training, I was very much like I did deadlift, squat, bench. I did all of that. I loved it. I was like, oh my God, love like lifting heavy, doing like between like, I don't know, like what between one to like six reps on like bench press and like deadlift and this is this and you know I probably have built up a good amount of muscle from doing that when I first started but when I first then got into bodybuilding and started with Adam we were like right we need to strip this back like we don't need you doing chest and like doing deadlifts and making your core thicker and like making your quads bigger like what's the point like that's not your category like because you have that now we now need to sculpt that um so, and that's exactly what the judges are wanting us to do. They want us to sculpt the shape that they want us to, to have on stage. So, yeah, I think that's um, that's ultimately what I, I think I love about, like, what they're trying to say now and what they're trying to do is obviously say, like, look, this is the criteria. This is ultimately what we want. 
every show is going to be slightly different because other like competitor different types of competitors are also going to show up on stage there'll be slightly leaner competitors one day and there's always got to be a winner but they'll give the feedback to those girls like okay if you've qualified for the olympia now which we've heard and um i've heard from you know a few other girls that they've won pro shows and all that type of thing they've said like okay i need to get not as lean now like yes i still won but there's still things i need to improve to be better for the olympia do you know what i mean like um, which I think is good. The judges are doing a good job with giving, you know, the best of the best their feedback to even improve furthermore, you know? I mean, to me, the fact that Tyler goes out there in nine weeks before the Olympia, mm. before, like not, that means there's no way back after that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, you put yourself out there with the criteria better believe that the Olympia is going to be accurate and fitting just that, mm. just that. So I'm very interested to see who's going to crack the top 10 this year because it's set in stone. When, when your mind is pre-made like this and the criteria, it's really, they, they already have the the outline, right? It's going to be whomever fits best and that it's outline, going to be yeah. unapologetic AF. And I know that for like, I, I just feel that's how it's going to be. It's going to be unapologetically the criteria and it's not going to be who is this like, no, they have their idea. They have the silhouette. They have the outline, right? It's just like a shadow and it's going to be one by one who fits the most, the perfect thing. And then one first second, and then they're going to go by, okay, who, who is a no, who is a no, who is a no, you know? So I'm I'm excited. excited. I'm excited that it's excited. out there before the Olympia too, because gives us it, it, some odd, some guidance and stuff as well. We know because normally we they would do that after the Olympia. You know what I'm saying? They would do something like that after the Olympia. After it's like okay, done. But now it's before, so mm. I don't know. I'm excited. I think it's good. It's good because it gives an uh, an outline for the pros. It gives a very very good outline for coaches, for amateurs. It gives an outline for everyone. Like trying to learn within the yeah. sport. So I think it's great. I think it's great. So very exciting times, very, very exciting times. So, I mean, if anyone has any questions, obviously that you want to hear from us, please, if you're on YouTube, please leave them down below. We'd love to kind of expand on this topic more. We just wanted to kind of put like, and just have a discussion about this because it's a very, it's a good topic. Like it's obviously our criteria. We wanted to kind of delve into it a little bit. Obviously, um and give you guys our thoughts on kind of what was said and kind of obviously you know go over exactly those points because there was a lot of very very good points in there um so thank you tyler and npc and ifb and all that for you know doing all of those those great videos because it really does help our our industry a lot so um my girl i'm exhausted yeah <laughs> how are you getting on you, girl we need to wrap this up today i'm yeah. sorry guys we we made it um i need to go to cardio i have a wedding at six like i know what is today i need a nap before that so we're gonna She's wrap up long, you guys episode, long... episode 19 yes next episode is obviously the live that we had yesterday again if you were present and you're watching this today um what an amazing fulfilling event like Phoebe and i we, we like I think yesterday, I, I just stayed in silence. I was just like soaking it all in. And I was like really emotional yesterday. It was kind of like crazy. Um, yeah. We want to leave, like, every- we want to leave the, um, what's it called? The, the surprises and stuff for next episode, because honestly there were tears. There was so much emotion. There were insane questions that all yeah. y'all were given. Yeah. Like 
it was cruel and it was nice that we sat back like after when it was all done and everyone had left we were both sitting there like looking at each other like what just happened like yeah it was cool i'm I'm really excited to see the footage as well and see how it turns out and i think um that's going to be our next episode episode 21 after that which is crazy to think um let's go over let's go over when like you know the feels are the feels are not feeling so much anymore. I know. And like, you know everything is settled down and you're in Vegas and I don't know. It's going to be a good time. We'll do a catch up. We'll do a catch up very sure. soon. Cause I feel like we need it. We need one. So thank you guys so much for watching. Please remember to like subscribe. Um, all those fun things comment down below. If you're on YouTube, like we said, like comment on any questions that you have that you want to ask about the criteria or any topics you have yeah. moving forward. So much love. We will see you very, very soon. And thank you always for listening.